Happy Friday, happy Friday. Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Hope that you all are doing well, and I hope that you have had a great, great week leading into what will be a great weekend. Why? Because we've got a new episode of WandaVision today. But more importantly, Coming to America has come out, or as we know it, Coming to America Part 2. So I'm super pumped. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for all of it. I want all the smoke with it. And we're going to go ahead and jump into today's conversation. But before we do, I want to say thank you to everybody who's tuning in for the first time or maybe one of the few first times and just say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on and make sure that you share it as well for somebody else to tag along and for my returning people, my dream team. Thank you so much for your continued support of the Between the Dream podcast. It definitely would not be possible without you. So thank you. Thank you, and thank you again. Look, I am so excited for today's conversation. I'm going to take a sip of water here, which I normally don't do, but I need to. And so we're getting ready to go into a brand new series, um, which really is just essentially the next chapter for the 31 Days of Power book. And if you haven't already, you can get your assigned copy. Order it at richardtaylorjr.com. But With that being said, we're moving into the next phase of conversations around mental health, and we're going to be talking a lot about how to overcome fear that leads to anxiety. But before we do that, I thought it would be fitting to set the tone today to really just kind of talk about one thing in particular. And in order to do that, I want to read off this quick passage from the book itself and um, just have us to consider it when it comes to our own lives and ourselves, right? So... As I kick this particular day off, which is day six of the 31 Days of Power, um, I say no matter how strong we are, fear tends to get the best of us, even if it's just for a brief stint. It doesn't matter what we've accomplished in life or how strong we are physically and mentally. We can still be met by fear and it can wreck shop on whatever we have going on in our lives. In my opinion, this shows no respect for the person, depending on how long the fear lingers or whatever that fear uh, might be, it can lead us into anxious thoughts. Before we know it, those anxious thoughts become our anxious actions and we respond accordingly. And then if we trek down a little bit, I say this one line that I really want to kind of focus in on with you all today. Fear can lead to an ugly cycle. Many times we aren't very good at expressing what we are feeling or what has us fearful. Some of us are super prideful, so we won't even admit it. We're just going with the flow of the emotions and not taking the time to properly identify what it is that we are feeling and or seeing in these moments. And today, guys, I want to talk to you all specifically from that space of being able to acknowledge, admit and to recognize truthfully areas in life that have you fearful, whether it comes from experiences or maybe just thoughts. Um, The imposter syndrome piece can play a lot into being fearful. Um, Maybe you had a, a certain accident or a traumatic moment, whatever it might be. We all deal with fear in different ways. And I, I open up in this area of the book to talk about one of the fears that led to, I think, early on anxiety for me and didn't realize I was dealing with the anxiety at the time. But, you know, I talk a little bit here and there about how I played football in high school and I was a really decent talent. Like I could ball. Um, But I think just in reflection now, looking back, 
you know, 16 years ago at that Richard playing football at that elite level in high school and hoping one day to go, you know, to the pros and to play in college, which I got offers. And in this, I'll be completely honest with you all. I talk about this in the book, but how for me, um, with all of that ability, with all of that talent, with all of that skill, um, I dealt with fear on such a level when it came to the fact that I doubted myself so strongly as a leader. I doubted myself when it came to would I make the right decisions in games as I'm reading the defense or as I'm reading um, different plays on the field and having to make audibles in a moment. When you think about the quarterback position, which is what I played, the quarterback is the leader of the offense. They are the ones that have to know everybody else's play and position, where they're going to be and at what time. All of these different things matter, right? They usually are the vocal leader for the offense and a lot of times for their team as well. And so for me, I was always afraid to be that. My voice would tremble in moments where back was against the wall. I could play better than sometimes I could actually verbalize things. I could show up in a moment for a play, but I was too afraid to speak up. I, I didn't know if my voice would carry enough weight to where my dogs on the field would listen to me. Um, and this is something that I have never actually shared before, but it's the honest to God truth. And I was fearful of these little things. And what I didn't notice at the time was that that fear actually started to lead into a cycle where it was hard for me to focus in practice. It was hard for me to focus in games. I came up short sometimes in big moments. There were certain games where I'd be on fire and then there were certain games where I could throw three picks and there was no in between. And so for me, I had to, and it wasn't until honestly adulthood, like I'm talking like mid twenties where I was really able to kind of start to look at this. And I'd say even over the last few years as I found my voice as a leader now, not only in the field of mental health and helping people, but just as a leader in general throughout my community, throughout the work that I do within the different sectors, even as a leader, you know, on the ministry side, as a worship leader, like, yo, like it's been a, a interesting journey. And if I can be honest with you all, there's been a ton of fear that has always crippled me in the early stages. And I think as I've started to lead more in the areas that I'm in now, I was able to be honest enough to say this is the moment where I realized that I started to feel anxiety and this was the particular area where fear kicked in. This was the fear. And so I just want to leave you all with this thought today when it comes to your life, right? For those of you all that deal with anxiety and, and it's linked to maybe um, some fears that you have, that you've gone through, that you've experienced, you know, what is it for you, right, that maybe you've been fearful of that you haven't either talked about, whether it comes from the form of shame or pride, or maybe there's a sense of guilt. But I want to encourage you all to really lean into this, asking yourself a hard question of what is it that I'm fearful of? Or maybe you're not fearful anymore, but maybe the long term effects from that fear and the cycle of anxiety that it caused you still lingers. Right. I want you to take some time this weekend to consider this as you move forward in what you're doing, in the work that you're doing, in your in your day to day life. You know, and this fear thing goes beyond just us on the professional level. 
this fear can come for those of us when it comes to the fear of being in a relationship that will be fruitful, the fear of being a good parent or the fear of being a bad parent, right? The fear that we have of will I ever be more than what I am right now? Fear when it comes to social anxiety, fear when it comes to how you've grown up and your character and your identity. And and so you have to mask up and become somebody else. Whatever it might be for you, I just want to encourage you to take some time to ask that question. Have I been able to, one, identify what it is that keeps me fearful or that has had me fearful in the past and maybe it's had some implications on my life now? Or, two, asking the question of maybe I have acknowledged it, but have I actually put any work forward to deal with this fear so that it doesn't cripple me or control me? And as we get to Monday's episode, we will be diving a lot deeper into ways that we can actually put into practice to overcome the fear and more specifically overcome the anxiety that that fear brings on for us. I love you all and I want to see you win in all that you do. This is just a small little precursor to what we got coming up for next week with this new series on dealing with fear and anxiety. And I'm super excited to have greater conversations with you all around this. But until then, look, make sure you do me a favor. Follow me on Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. And Twitter is at TrulyTaylorMade. You can also find out more info about me, my work, my books, and everything else on my website at RichardTaylorJr.com. Until next time, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. Peace.